Welcome to Social Capital Expert, a show where we discover the value of social capital and how cultivating strategic relationships is critical to our success. In each episode, your host, Sarah Francis McDaniel, will explore the stories of fascinating people from all over the world to better understand how their ability to build relationships has led to their success. We will uncover tips, tricks, and practical ways that you too can become a social capital expert. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have my friend, Darren Moyer. Hi, Darren. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Honored to be here. Well, we're so excited to have you. Yeah. So before we get started on where Darren is today, let's uh, let's learn a little bit more about your background. Do you mind telling us a little bit about where you're from and what you studied? Yeah, yeah most definitely. Originally from California, the Santa Barbara area, and been out here in Colorado for the last 10 years, enjoying it. Uh, never really studied, uh, except for personal development. Didn't really have a formal education. Uh, believe it or not, I had my, I got my GED, so. Wow, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, these days, I'm not sure that it, it makes that much of a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome, okay, so you got your GED, then you came to Colorado, was that out of college, out of, I mean, out of high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Came to Colorado ten years ago. Yeah, yep. Uh, and actually ended up moving to Kansas City and started my career in the recruiting industry. Okay. And pretty much that started with a phone book and a phone. What were you recruiting for? Anything and everything. Uh, the, I sat right next to the president of this small staffing firm, and she gave me this phone book and phone. And I asked her. I said, uh, "Okay." What do I say? And she said, I'm really busy. Shut <laughs> up and get on the phone and just oh figure gosh, it out. And really? so that was my education is all come from a real world experience. Oh my gosh. So what, can you tell us a little more about that? So you, when you would call them, what were you asking them or what were you trying to achieve? Yeah. So in staffing, it's all about helping people find opportunities uh, in the job market with their careers. And essentially, I would just call up companies, uh, pretty much going A through Z, you know, calling plumbing companies, construction companies, law firms, whoever would talk to me and asking if they were looking to hire anyone. And then on the back end of that, once I found somebody that said, yeah, we could use X, Y, and Z, uh, then going out and finding the person that would be good fit for the position. So then how would you go find that person? I would <laughs> then jump back on the phone <laughs> and just start uh, calling people using various recruiting tools, career builder, monster, um, and some wow. proprietary inside. That's like ultimate cold calling. Yes, yes. Very, very old school approach, but very effective because sometimes it's just taking action and having conversations with people that lead to the greatest opportunities. Wow, isn't that the truth? So. So when you would call, so this was like really your um, hard knock school of figuring out how to have conversations with people you don't know if you have anything in common with yet other than just the basic and you're not even in person to yes. do this or to yes. connect with them through body language or nonverbal communication at yes. all. So what do you, so from there, so the things you're learning there, then what happened? Where did you go from there? Yeah, I, I would say the first three months of that job were the hardest and I wanted to quit. However, I committed to giving it six months 
And I found in my first year, I, I made $60,000, which a kid just getting his GED, you know, not really knowing anything about business, jumping in and realizing, hey, if I find out what this person needs over here and this person needs over here and connect them, uh, I can create a lot of value not only for them, but also for myself. Wow. Okay. So how long ago was this? This is, I'm 34 now. And so that was when I was 18. So wow. Okay. So right. Years. Okay. So you've been identifying the value of connecting and bringing value to people and then how that relates and, and eventually is value to you for the last 16 years. Yeah. So then, okay. Then now fast forward a little bit more. So you've come, you, you realized 60, 60 grand. Then what did you feel? Yes. And, and so I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity and this is what I want to do is is helping people and connecting people and helping them get what they want and in addition to that once that objective is achieved i also get to receive the things that i truly want and that led me into a 13-year career in the staffing industry uh, the last five years i had my own executive search firm cool. uh, precision search group and we did national executive searches uh, within the manufacturing industry Okay. Uh, primarily in finance, but also did HR and operations, uh, working with Fortune 500 clients. Wow. So then you actually, at some point, not only did you learn the skills about people, but then you went out on the entrepreneurial side of things and launched your own business. Yes. Which is its own animal, I imagine. Yes. Okay. Yes. So then after you, at some point, said, okay, enough of this, then what, what happened? Yes, I uh, decided to kind of take a, a break. I had kind of a pivotal moment. I remember sitting at my office and my CPA just sent me my financial statement. And I, it hit me is that I had achieved this pinnacle of success. Uh, everything that I had been pouring so much energy and effort, my blood, sweat and tears. And it kind of left me with a pretty deep question. And that question was, is this it? Like, yeah. is this it? There's got to be more than this. And that sent me on an adventure where I ended up uh, shutting down my executive search firm and going to Nicaragua, India, Nepal, and the last couple of years really discovering why am I here? Oh my like, gosh, that's awesome. Okay, so have you figured out why you're here? Yeah, through, <laughs> through a lot of this, and I'm still learning, I, I think uh, whenever we really look deep within ourselves um, and ask ourselves some, some really tough questions, um, that answers start to appear. And one of those things is I realized that I'd been pursuing success uh, and uh, not necessarily significance. Wow. And I realized that one day, it's going to be my funeral and I'm going to be in a box and nobody's going to talk about the car that I drove, the house that I lived in, all the stuff I filled it up with, the amount of money in my bank account, but they're going to get up and tell stories of how I had an impact in their life, how I made a difference, how I helped them when they were in a time of need. Right. And, and those stories that are told after I'm no longer here are the only ones that matter. And so really waking up every day now and saying, how can I go into my world and create those stories that are going to be told when I'm no longer here? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And Darren, part of why I have invited you to be um, on this show is just because you have such tremendous depth in just your um, 
full just presence and there's a very calmness about you uh, where when people I think even your presentation I mean people look at you and it's like you fit the part of of having things together and at the same time you're incredibly authentic and will share and have shared you know some of life's journeys that you've been through and it's amazing to me how you have taken things that other people um, would say oh my gosh I'm so sorry that that happened maybe but turn that into this place where you're able to connect with people you've you've got this ability to go deeper you know sometimes when you get together and you meet someone for the first time it's like oh all this high level surface stuff it's like oh the sky is blue this that or the other the first time i met you um i t you asked me a question i gave you the answer and you said hmm i wouldn't have i wouldn't have expected that <laughs> and then i walked away it was as our way as i was leaving well for two weeks i wondered what did he mean by that? Well, what was he expecting? I'm, I'm curious. And so I literally got, had to talk to you again to say, could you tell me a little bit more about what you meant? And it took an hour. You took an hour out of your time to help me understand what you were thinking. And in that process, you actually were working things through in my own life without you even knowing um, that you were going that deep. And that is something that I think in, in the topic of social capital, it's that ability to go deep. It's that ability to be authentic and vulnerable, um, but to see the best in people and to be willing to take the time to invest in that. Uh, and you are incredibly skilled. And so it's fun to learn about some of your experience on creating, finding that sense of significance in your life. And do you find that there are a few things um, you s sort of see as the main ingredients of finding your own significance and also being able to connect with others in that place of significance? Absolutely. I, I think you touched on a couple of things that are really important in social capital and relationships. And number one being authenticity and vulnerability. Uh, like you said, a lot of people wear masks and we pretend that everything is okay. And we're beautiful people. We have beautiful faces and you know, people automatically make an assumption that, hey, they must have everything together and that their worlds are just perfect. And the reality is, is nobody's life is perfect. And, and especially me, it's like the challenges and the adversity and the things that I've had to overcome and continue to overcome are substantial. Um, but it's been a character development standpoint and the more that I open up and share that with people also brings, I think the third key component in social capital, I would say it's the foundation of social capital is trust. Absolutely. Is that whenever we're authentic and vulnerable with others, it creates a bridge of trust um, that is, is crucial to successful relationships. And then once you build that bridge of trust, then opportunities come out of that as well. Um, in business, personally, and if you don't have that trust in place, it's really hard to maintain those relationships over a long period of time. I agree. I think those are absolutely key pieces of social capital and of any relationship, honestly, mm -hmm. right? Um, do you have any advice for people who maybe they understand that they 
need this social capital or they need these relationships to gain influence and to um, find success in different areas, but maybe they just don't either know where to start. Maybe they're in a little bit of a rut. Maybe they have had a lot of social capital at times, but have lost it and aren't sure how to recover it. Or maybe they just, this whole concept and idea, maybe they come from a background of being more um, administrative and they are now in a place where they need to start to have these networks and the power of their network. Do you have some advice for those those people? Yes, uh, most definitely. I think trust is a core component that I, I continually go back to. But uh, whenever situations in life that happen to us, when other people that we care, or we value, or that we love break that trust, it creates distance and and we start to distance ourselves from others and especially for high-performing individuals uh, it is our natural tendency to do everything on our own <laughs> and or try so, give it a good shot <laughs> right when 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 we don't trust people then we try to take it all on on ourselves which will either lead to burnout right it will lead to uh, depression isolation some of these uh, systemic issues that we're seeing in our society today and the fact of the matter is is that we need each other we need other people that we trust that trust us to help us on this journey of life that we're all we're all going through and that's the key component and so when that trust is fragmented and people have lost social capital or the value on relationships then we live in a very individualistic society uh, that is very fragmented and our capabilities in our own individual capacity are finite, they're limited. Right. Um, so I can do a lot more with you than I can do by myself, but also with everybody else. Um, I think of Elon Musk and everybody looks at Elon and that's kind of the idol, I want to be like Elon, but how many thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, that trust in Elon and his vision that make Elon who he is. Right. He depends on the relationships and the people in his organization um, to to maximize his potential and his vision and his purpose while he's here. Absolutely, it takes everyone coming together. Yes. Uh, it's that power of our alliance, right? Yes. Uh, one of the things I know about you that I just find super interesting and very helpful is you have a background in uh, presenting and teaching people how to have effective presenting skills. Yes. When we first met, uh, that was what the intention of our meeting was. It was a mutual friend had said, hey, this guy is the best and we're about to do a presentation. We need him to help us. Uh, and just in a few moments, you kind of sat down and walked through some nonverbal body language, some ways to not say, uh, um, different things like that that were very helpful. What is, can you tell us a little bit about that part of your career? And then also, if you have any, just a few tips that you gave us in a, in a couple of moments, um, but any that kind of relate to, you know, sometimes body language is the first thing we give when we walk into an environment where we're networking and maybe we don't know anyone. Are there some tips that you might give to those people of how they can present more comfortably? Absolutely. I think that's another core component going back to social capital is that all relationships are reliant on effective communication. And whenever that effective communication uh, is no longer in that relationship, it will s start to destruct yes. and, and it will cause separation. And so communication is 
the bridge between two different people, just like we're communicating now. And there's multiple components of communication that people don't realize. Number one, it's the words that come out of your mouth, but a majority of the communication are the nonverbals. And so it's eye contact and body language, and it's not necessarily what we're saying, but how we're saying it, tone, inflection, voice. Some of these mechanics that are behind the scenes that really separate effective communicators and people that are just talking. And we have a lot of people that are talking and not a lot of people that are listening right now. <laughs> it seems like everybody's got something to Isn't say. Isn't that the truth? But even listening, it's like a lot of people consider communication is, okay, it's what I'm saying, but how are you listening? And that requires silence. And uh, actually the same letters that spell silent also spell listen. And that's a core component is when people feel like you truly value them and that you listen to what they're truly saying and you understand and you comprehend it and that you care about them. That's going to build that bridge of trust that's going to lead into those uh, significant relationships. Absolutely. I mean, see, the, it's amazing. The the information you told me that day that um, listen and silent were spelt with the same letters. And it's like, go figure, right? Same thing that we have one mouth and two ears. My mom used to tell me that all the time. Uh, but now, so in your, so thank you for the, that, those tips. And, and if we, um, if we apply those in moments of feeling uncomfortable, even in those situations and come up and say, hello, how are you? And actually listen, yes. even in the smallest of what seems so small of an interaction like that, um, just that one nugget put to action yes. can have a huge impact. Absolutely. Can and it, you, yeah. it even goes back to the questions that you're asking. How are you is just such a flatlined question. And so we need to really assess what are the questions that, that we're asking and what are the answers that we're truly trying to um, find out? Uh, and, and even when I meet with some, somebody, I'll say, hey, what's the most exciting thing in life right now? And you won't believe that question alone, what comes out of that? And then they talk about something that's exciting. Well, what's the most frustrating or, or broken area of your life that you're experiencing right now? And, and they'll share that and then that opens up whole myriad of conversations that you get to this depth and this level of authenticity and vulnerability that establishes that trust. But also whenever I go into a conversation, and I think this is important for anybody that's communicating is realizing it's not about me. When I'm a public speaker, when I'm on the stage, it's not about Darren. It's about the people in the audience and how can I serve them? How can I give them some value that they can take away and it's going to have an impact in their lives? And that's my intentionality of every meeting that I have, every coffee that I have, every lunch that I, I go is like, how can I serve this person? What, what uh, capacity do I have to, to pour into something that they're going to walk away and that's going to carry into their sphere of influence and make an impact in their lives? And so when we ask those questions with that intentionality, then we can think of all the people and resources that we have um, that may help that person along in their journey. 
Absolutely, it's so awesome. I mean, and he lives it. I mean, I do know it's it's that in those encounters, that's why he's here today. I asked him, and he said, absolutely, I will come and and help you where I can. And so, thank you again for that. And so, I watch you live the things that you're sharing, and I think you do always um, watch for and and try to add value to the people that you're in connection with. And I think in response to that, people want to figure out how to add value to your life and appreciation almost for what they already have seen you do for them. Uh, it's, it's very, um, it's a very, it, it's a feel good thing yes. and, it, and it really works. Yes. That's the really cool part about it. Um, now there's, uh, you obviously have a lot of passion for connecting with people. Do you, do you have like kind of a, a, something that drives that passion? Where do you think your passion for kind of all of this relationship connecting stuff comes from? Yes. Yes. That's a, a great question. I, I would say a lot of it is my own faith in spirituality of really understanding who am I and who is God. And regardless of your faith or your belief, I believe that there's, those are two existential questions that everybody has to find truth in. And another powerful question that I ask is what is your truth? You know, what is your guiding light? What propels you forward? And I've gone on my own journey and I'm still on that adventure of discovering what that is. And it's challenging. I wrestle with a lot of things because life is so complex and I think it's easy to give simplistic solutions and tell people what to do. Right. However, we don't truly grow when when we have people just telling us what to do. It's, it's self-discovery. We have to do the work. It has to be a realization from within uh, for it to create transformation and, and evolution into becoming who we are, truly who we are, not what other people tell us or what culture tells us, but who is Darren? Who is Sarah? Why is she here? What is my purpose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's awesome. I, I'm right there with you. I, I believe that that's a big piece of, of my driving force as well is just that what is the purpose of today? What can I do today? What is the purpose of my life today? And then also in the big picture, and I think there's a theme that sort of is running through a number of these shows that is this, this idea of social capital and relationships really being about every moment's decision to be there and to be present and to find purpose in that encounter with that other human being. And then also as detailed and tiny as that day and that moment matters, it's also this big picture that has to do with consistency and just it being a lifestyle and a philosophy yes. that that is also the big piece of where we're headed, right? So it's like today is the purpose and today is the reason, yes. but this, this is also the big picture is the purpose yes. and is the reason. Yes. And they sort of both feed each other in some regard. And, um, and so it's, it's fun because I, I know we are similar in some of our, our thought processes as far as our purpose um, and people being a big piece of that purpose. Yes. And so um, do you have any, are, what are you kind of like involved in right now? I mean, can you share any of your current adventures with us? Yeah, uh, a whole lot of giving. And something that, that you mentioned earlier is that when we give, um, people tend to give back to us. And, and I would almost refute that in a sense because I'm consistently giving and I think there's a lot more people that actually take. Do you? Uh, and so I, I give a ton 
and yes, there are value and there are other givers and people that pour into my life, but uh, I give a lot more than I take. And I think that's kind of a rule of thumb that I've always lived by. And I think our world uh, and humanity needs more people that give more than they take. And we live in a consumer culture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and so that also isolates us and, and fragments relationships because we go in with this mindset of what can I take right. versus what can I give. And I know the book that I recommended to you, Go Giver. Yes, I read it three was times. Was a game changer and just understanding those principles. And and I think that's a life of significance um, instead of just pursuit of success. And so that manifests itself in a number of different capacities in my everyday living. Um, essentially, I just love people. I really do. And my, uh, my modalities of expressing that love uh, through business are with a, a company called Core Ventures. Uh, we do recruiting and staffing solutions as well as leadership and strategy uh, solutions. Really with the preface that People are the most valuable component of your business. And without people, your business ceases to exist. So we do culture assessments. We'll go in there, assess the culture, as well as help the organization attract the level and caliber of talent that it takes to grow the company, and then offer them the leadership and strategic tools to walk through the gates of, of the various stages of growth in business. Uh, in addition to that, I uh, am in real estate uh, with a private equity firm out of Dallas. Uh, that's a lot of fun, and I also work with an organization called The Way, and that's more of spiritual development and uh, discipleship. That's awesome. So, um, with the Dallas uh, real estate, what are you? What kind of projects are you working on that? Yeah, we, we focus primarily on uh, single-family homes, residences. Uh, we go into second-tier markets where the competition isn't as saturated. And uh, we go in, we help distressed homeowners uh, get out of whatever bind they might find themselves in, whether it be a foreclosure. Uh, but essentially, at the end of the day, it's helping people out. Maybe they're behind on their taxes and providing some solutions uh, for them to to overcome that challenge and uh, you know either stay in the home or help them transition into something that that is more feasible wow that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah there's definitely a thread of loving people that runs <laughs> through your um now for will in the show notes we'll have all of your um business contact information for each of the different uh companies and, and things that you would like to provide with the way who would be the right people to get connected with the spiritual leadership program yeah you can go to it's the way the number two life.org okay. the website you can go check that out men women all ages what does that look like uh, primarily men uh, my focus is is individuals like myself okay uh, busy business professionals have families or children or whatever it may be and uh, they're just busy and I think creating margin is something that is rare uh, because we're so consumed but how do we create margin to really dive in deep and find out who we are and why we're here and experiencing purpose and clarity in our lives. 
Well, I have several people I'm going to send your way for that one. <laughs> you already have. Uh, you know. Um, yes, I know. I, I think that's really cool, especially in this day and age. There's not a lot of places for men to come together and yes. be men um, yes. and and share and that kind of thing. So I think I love some of the people that I know are connected to that um, are all very dynamic. And I think that's a cool a cool place for you to be giving. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share as we start to wrap? Yeah, um, man, I, I think I can't stress the value of relationships and people. I think it's an essential ingredient to thriving in life. And without people around us that are pouring into us, but also that we have to pour into to invest in, uh, we really limit our potential. And um, yeah, just waking up every single day and, and asking ourselves, what are the stories we're creating today? that are going to be told after we're no longer here. Uh, answering those questions will, will take you down uh, an adventurous journey. It's well <laughs> worth it. Absolutely. I love that way of thinking. And um, thank you again so much for being here. It's been a, a blessing having you on the show. And I'm sure that you gave us lots of uh, tidbits that we'll have in the show notes for people to take in and walk out and practically activate um, in their own lives to see results and, and see their social capital be elevated. Yes. Uh, thank you again. And um, thank you for, for listening. That's all for this episode of Social Capital Expert. Please visit socialcapitalexpert.com for show notes, additional episodes, and to see who will be visiting us next on the show. Also, be sure to check out our upcoming Social Capital Mixers. These are events where we can connect in person to build social capital. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you join us for the next episode.